0: to escape this podcast a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles this is the second episode of season 12 which is such a high number it's ridiculous
1: and the first one that i've written of this season the first yeah. non-guest it's run the first one. danny room of yep. season
0: 12 uh, every episode we have guests come on and play through an audio escape room of danny's devising and this episode we have three guests one returning two new uh our returning guest from My Brother, My Brother, and Me and Adventure Zone and Schmanners and all too many things is Travis McElroy. Hi, Travis.
2: Hi, how's it going? Hello. I just wanted to say that the Danny Room is, uh, it sounds like we're like the cut rate X Men train. We're going to head <laughs> down to the Danny Room. Down <laughs> to the Danny Room.
3: I did also write down Danny Room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have also
4: written Danny Room down. <laughs> you can't, you can't we're speak ready. yet you haven't been introduced
0: they don't know you're here
4: yet this is uh, like
1: being in the lobby and saying oh where's the host is this the puzzle has it started yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, they don't know they don't know who we are hi my name's abria no oh, wait
0: that, stop that's not correct i'm paul next our no. next guest now
2: bria why did you say it like you were making fun of paul i'm paul i'm, I'm paul. british or whatever
3: I need i'm british and i and it's very late for me
4: <laughs> uh, that's, that's correct well you've now
0: heard them but our next guest uh <laughs> <laughs> on the show uh host of questing time star of ted lasso Literally is, not uh, the star.
4: Literally the, the star, star of, of the, real... the real... Physically present in one fans, episode. the the
0: true star. If you look at the, in the meta, if you really read between Just the lines... Just
2: wait till season three. It we... <laughs> all comes back to Paul. <laughs>
4: exactly. Uh, we, we have Paul Foxcroft. Welcome. Hello. I'm in Britain, and it's 20 minutes after midnight. <laughs> the perfect time to solve puzzles.
1: That's when your brain <laughs> is on the most. Exactly. And then
0: our final guest for the first time on the show... Professional role player and with a new podcast, Worlds Beyond Number, we have Abria Iyengar. Welcome.
3: Hi. It's a convenient time of the day for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Damn you. (laughs) Welcome everybody to the show. Uh, This should be a lot of fun. You'll all have to be relying on Travis's experience to get through the room. So if you have any questions, just ask Travis. He's a veteran now. Before we get into it Whenever we have guests on the show We always ask the same two questions Starting with This is an escape room show What is your escape room experience? Travis, why don't we start with you? Is there any changes
2: to your escape room experience Since you were last on the show? I've done more I don't remember how many I said last time But I'm going to say I've done between like 40 and 50 I did one in a castle Where I met Paul He just lives in a castle Everyone in Britain does He's British I knew uh, it! There was an escape room built into the castle and I did one there and that was pretty good. I've done quite a few since then. I'm actually, I'm doing one in like a week uh, with Paul and Storm and Jonathan Colton uh, and Laser that I'm really looking forward to.
4: Excellent. Wonderful.
0: And then, well, well, that's a nice easy transition into Paul. What is your escape room
4: experience? Literally never done an escape room.
1: Oh, really? (laughs) Really? Yep. Yep. You want this to be your first one? No, no, this is fine. Okay. This is true for
0: some of our other guests. It is not uncommon that people have come on here without having done escape rooms. Yep. Hopefully this <laughs> this wets your appetite and you'll be an escape room fiend forever from this point on.
4: Also, I should point out, like, I didn't tell Travis that before the show. <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: this is news to me. Fun, Fun fact,
4: surprise.
2: I asked, I was like, do you want to do it? And you're like, yeah, absolutely. There's no hesitation. I was like, inherently, I just know Paul loves escape room. He was so excited to do that. I've known <laughs> Paul for three months now. I know yeah. his mm. ins and outs. And I know that this man, I feel in my heart, loves escape room. Um,
3: and then, uh, Abria, what is your escape room experience? If Travis has done all of them and Paul's done none, I'm sitting comfortably in the middle. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I think I've done like a dozen. But I've never failed an escape room. Nice. Cool. So this cannot be will. the first time. Same. Paul, I will fly out and fight you.
2: I have set records on escape rooms. A couple of For them. real? The Worst customer. Have, have you tried set objects. Have you tried yes. to
1: set those records or did they just happen?
2: Some of them I tried to. Some of them just happened. Some of them, I don't know, I was drunk.
3: <laughs> All right. I'm officially uh, renaming Travis to Puzzle Daddy for the rest of
0: this Thank
4: podcast. You. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to write that down.
0: And then the other element of this show is it's escape rooms mixed with a sort of tabletop role-playing style. So we'll go reverse order this time. And
1: these answers might get long. These ones might be a bit longer. Um,
0: yeah. Abria,
3: what is your tabletop role-playing
0: experience?
3: All of them. All of them. Would you want oh. a long answer? What, we don't what, have time for that.
1: What's your favourite weird
3: system? Favourite weird system? Ooh, that's a good question. I love Good Society and I've run uh, pieces of it on stream and then played like the full version of it off there's a game called verdure uh it's a single player rpg where you make a salad <laughs> and then you eat the salad
0: i know people say that all those like <laughs> online recipes get longer and longer They're like i don't want to have to
3: read the story just give yeah. me the recipe this is seems to be the end point of that yeah it's truly it's Fun, but it's also like I have to con myself into eating a salad by going, <laughs> it's a game. <laughs>
1: it's a game. Uh, but, wonderful. But yeah, you run, you play, you yeah. you do everything. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh,
0: Paul, I'm sure you also have a very uh, extensive answer. What is your tabletop role playing
4: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Give me a second. I'm Googling the salad game. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've, yeah, I've played, uh, I don't know, not all, like 90% of the role playing games. <laughs> I don't know, like a lot. I haven't played the salad game. I was going to be more confident than the salad game came up. But yeah, uh, I played a a lot of 5e. I'm looking at some other systems right now for a whole bunch of reasons. (laughs) And what else? Pathfinder was a big thing for me for a while. Vampire the Masquerade, Legend of the Five Rings back in the first edition. A whole slew of things. But I recently put a one-page RPG up on uh, the internet Ah. just for free, for fun. Uh, nice. It's a game in which you are nice people working at a TTRPG company whose corporate overlords are destroying the brand you love. And uh, you have <laughs> 10 turns to try and save it.
0: <laughs> you, you can't. <laughs> uh, wonderful. And then uh, finally, Travis, we've asked you this before, but what is your tabletop role playing I hear something experience? about
1: castles
2: yeah I've, I've played a bunch i've done sorry and monopoly uh <laughs> I did uh, operation perfect uh, now this could lot. be true
0: as long as you really get into those roles damn it man mm. there's water on his knee
2: if you don't take operation seriously <laughs> people will die uh no i have i've played a lot on the adventure zone Blades in the Dark is what we're currently using, which is really fun because it encourages mm-hmm. you to kind of be, uh, you know, a criminal, which is great. <laughs> uh, but my favorite weird one is "Oh, dang, Bigfoot stole my car with my friend's birthday present inside," uh, which yes. is one of my favorite one sheet RPGs I've ever played.
1: Uh, um,
2: we did a live show of it, and it
1: people have not stopped talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm obsessed with that.
2: So Bigfoot <laughs> pulled the gun on him, and uh, it's maybe one of the the most fun things we've ever done uh it's oh, really wonderful. really great and it, that is a uh it's a hack of lasers and feelings mm. and i i basically love any version of lasers and feelings that exists so wonderful well i think
0: in that case we're probably ready to go we've wasted s- too much time yeah well, and it's well, time well, to get
1: serious we'll get into this and this is a deadly serious room billy yeah this
0: is important <laughs> stuff <laughs> uh
1: in fact, it's so serious that I need you to do a little bit of role assigning before we get started. <gasps> ooh, now, ooh, what? I'm going to keep it vague. So I'm just going to say, who wants to be player one?
2: I, I can be player one. Puzzle
1: daddy! Understood. <laughs> and you know what? I reckon this is a good idea.
2: All right. Lovely. Okay.
1: Th- that's all that matters. Players players two and three, your roles are now sorted. Let's get into this thing. <laughs> Weeper, I love clearly?
2: that you think that was clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'll assign two and three based on your performance. Mm. Okay. I think that's a Oh my God, I have a goal. Who will be my player two? And who will be player five? I've demoted you. That's
1: right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Pre-demoted.
1: All right. Okay, laughs done. Serious Serious, Seriously. No more laughs for the rest of the show. Your town, like so many small towns, kept to itself. Your traditions and beliefs were very different to those of the nearest big cities, but they served you well, so there was no reason to change. Outsiders never bothered you, and you didn't bother them. Until an army arrived on your doorstep in the night. Until a man calling himself King of somewhere declared ownership and subjugation of your lands and all who lived in them. Until you protested and died. Yeah, you died. Travis, in life you were a simple farmer. Yeah, you know, the bad luck of living on the furthest outskirts of town in the direction from which this enemy king invaded. At least you made enough noise as you went down that other innocent townsfolk hid in their basements to avoid unnecessary slaughter.
2: Oh, come on, guys. They didn't get my back at all? <laughs> nope, they ran. Uh.
1: This is what you get for wanting your privacy and being far away from everyone else. Now, Abrea and Paul, you a lord and lady of the town. Yes, sir.
4: Sweet. I won't being a lord and being English feels a little like an attack, but I'm here for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, that means that you were the primary targets of this invasion. No amount of fighting could have let you live. At least the invaders were courteous enough to let your bodies be interred in the hallowed mausoleum, as is tradition. But then they proceeded to enslave your townsfolk and repurpose the lands for their own sordid uses. Fantastic. But the funny thing about your little town and its quirky traditions is that they don't die easily. And neither do you. The town is enchanted so that should it be under threat, all the forces of the dead shall rise up to defend it and terrify away the enemy. So that's exactly what you're doing. You three, the most recent to die, have awoken. Travis, you in the dirt of your own field, Abria and Paul, you in your mausoleum. Now. All you have to do is wait for the longer dead residents to rise up and you'll be able to scare this king back to whatever corner he crawled from. Uh, the problem is the, the other residents aren't rising. Travis, you're pretty sure you can't start a rebellion all on your own, so you decided to shamble to the cemetery to find the others. The area is somewhat how you remember it. This is the point where all of you could draw a little map or write things out should you decide to. At the very top of the hill sits the mausoleum, its south-facing doors flanked by two squat statues.
3: I'm not a good artist. What a fun thing to learn right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We had a huge argument in the playtest about how to draw coffins.
0: Yeah, in which I was right and Danny was crazy. (laughs) Drawing octagonal coffins like a freak.
1: (laughs) It wasn't a regular octagon.
2: Hexagons, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, are, yeah Whatever. Hexagons.
1: I just didn't like the sides being that pointy. I gave them a little hey, blunt bit. Danny,
2: <laughs> I agree.
1: Aren't they all rectangles
2: now? No. You know what? I drew you. I drew it with eight sides. It's better that way. It should be <laughs> that way. I don't care okay. about quality, Travis. I care about
4: truth.
3: Oh, I do like it more with eight. <laughs> oh
4: No, yeah, I've oh, no, no, also. Turned. Turned.
1: We're not cutting I'm this.
4: Just. I've just drawn it out, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, man.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Eight's kind of obviously I mean, I'm very broad-shouldered. This, this is give the me greatest more day of my life. Yeah.
4: <laughs> also, there's more places to put handles.
0: Yes. Rather be carried by 14 than tried by 12. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you also remember that behind the mausoleum, there are four special headstones, the headstones of the town founders. Only this hilltop used to be open for all to visit but now the area is enclosed by a fence on all sides with a large gate at the south end
3: everything i draw makes it actually less scrutable <laughs>
1: yeah. the fun part of that is that when you want to like look at something closer later you get to look at it and go hey um uh, what is this uh, can i go and examine the stop sign <laughs> yeah not
0: know that's your beautiful coven <laughs>
1: The long cobblestone path up to the mausoleum hasn't changed, it still runs perfectly north to south, right up to the mausoleum door, with a large ornamental fountain at the halfway point.
3: You said cobblestone path and I made an artistic choice, I'm like, oh, I'll make it winding, you're like, perfectly to the south of
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't do this
4: right! That's okay, that's okay, it doesn't matter that much! <laughs>
1: There are four great blooming flower beds on the way up, two on each side of the path. The bodies of all the townsfolk who came before are buried under these flowers. So why aren't they digging their way up? Now, Abrea and Paul, you believe you know the answer to that. Only the lord and lady of the town can actually summon forth the full force of the dead. And that's you. And not only do you not really have any idea what you're supposed to do to make it happen, maybe there's a ritual of some sort. Uh, You're in the mausoleum you were barely able to push the lids off your coffins. And besides the coffins, all that's in here with you is a simple pedestal and, of course, the door out. You suspect this king won't make it easy for you to get out. All the surrounding kingdoms and empires are madly superstitious and repulsed by anything to do with death, so you won't be surprised to learn that he's done what he can to secure this cemetery so that you could never come back to challenge him. But that's exactly what you're going to do.
0: And you're now free to work as a team, and
2: investigate. So I'm outside the Outside
1: the gate, yes. Yes. yes.
2: Is the gate locked, I assume?
1: Gate is definitely locked. I can tell you a bit about it. It's metal. It's got bars that are so thick you can barely even reach an arm through, let alone your whole body. You can see through it quite well, though. Holding this gate shut is a hefty combination lock that wants four numbers as a code. Wait, so
3: are we stuck inside the mausoleum right now? or you are we currently stuck inside the mausoleum, inside yes. Inside the
0: mausoleum. Feel free to my go. lord. My lady.
3: I believe I've broken the nail trying to open my coffin, so I'm sort of at my wit's end.
4: How do we get out of this room? I appear to have been stabbed repeatedly. <laughs> well, yes, we're dead. Yes. Sort of. We all have things going on. <laughs> well, I'll, I guess I'll investigate the door using what remains of my eyes.
1: The door is sturdy, and when you try to twist the handle, it doesn't move. Shouldn't normally be locked, but you suppose the invaders were afraid of your return, so they did a few adjustments. The door does have a glass window so that you can see out, but with sort of limited view, you can see straight ahead to the gate. Oh, hey, look, there's a farmer out there, an undead farmer, just sort of rattling Hi. around looking at the lock <laughs> on the gate. You, you can't me, hear him, but you can Lord's see him.
2: bastard son. Him. You didn't know that, did you?
1: Ooh, a plot twist. You're about to turn away and look at some other stuff, or wave to the farmer, maybe try to get his attention a little more, but then you spot something near the door hinges. In chalk or white paint, there are some words written in tiny letters. Pay respects to your innermost circle. Guess it's a message for the visitors who come here to mourn? Pay respects to your innermost circle. Can I go inspect this pedestal? Sure. Is it circular? <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I think I drew it rectangular. Ugh. It can be circular, but no, I, I think I drew circular. it rectangular. The pedestal, it's modest, it's unremarkable, but uh, sitting on top of it, there is a candle. Somehow it's still lit after who knows how long, though it's melted almost to nothing. And there is a small book. You don't recognise it as any of your townspeople's usual funeral songbooks. We have an image for you, so you can look at this book it's only a few pages long and making sure that my assistant is, there. is getting I'm it i i was told I
0: there'd be no so reading anybody
2: with the link <laughs> can do
1: don't worry there's no reading
0: okay uh so i've put a link there uh, if you're listening along at home there is a link to this image in the show notes but abria you looked at the book would you like to try and describe this image to the listeners at home
3: <laughs> i opened the book worried that I'll have to read and uh, overtax my poor feminine brain. And then I open it and there's pictures and uh, there's little zigzags at the top and bottom, like a border. And uh, the first image looks like a rough spider with its head facing downward. The second one is a five-petaled flower, also very simplistic. Uh, The third one is a crescent moon opened to the left. And the fourth one, I'm going to go with, like, a little demon. It's a little pointy. It's a little pointy pointy
1: guy. It started its life as a rabbit, and then it just (laughs) went from there.
4: Got it. That's how demons are made. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh,
3: Darling, does this mean anything to you? Uh,
4: Not immediately, but the the door is also some kind of book, in that it has writing on it. Um, (laughs) 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 Pay respects to your innermost circle. I can't help but notice the spider has a sort of middle circle. So does that flower. I I respect the middle bit of the flower aggressively.
2: (laughs) You win. You've done it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the pages of the book do not respond. Any further movement outside?
2: As far as I can see, like if I do a quick jaunt around the fence, Mm -hmm. is there anything that stands out? about, like, the fence or anything I can see from here.
1: Most definitely there does. It's interesting for one particular reason. It must be new. The wood is clearly fresh and you don't remember it being here when you were alive, but it's already sort of rough and it's got a bunch of graffiti painted on it. And you feel a bit of recognition at the handiwork, both of the graffiti and of the fence. So what you deduce must have happened is this king ordered the fence to be built, but he used your town's citizens to do the actual manual labor. What a turd. You know your townsfolk. They would not have boarded up their leaders without making sure they could escape in some fashion or another. And, and a... here is what you see.
0: Yes, so the fence as well. People uh, listening at home can see that in the show notes. But Travis, would you like to describe said fence for those listeners? Ah,
2: so what we see here is uh, at the bottom of each piece of fence, there is a symbol corresponding to either the spider, the flower, the moon, or the uh, rabbit demon.
4: Mm. There's something mm. else there as well, which is the border at the top of the images of the book corresponds in some way to the height of the tops of the fence pieces.
3: Oh, that's right.
2: Oh, well, seen. Short,
3: short, tall, tall for the spider. Short, tall, short, tall for the flower. Tall, short, short, short for the moon. And tall, 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 short for the bunny demon. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. How's this-
2: <laughs> Okay, so then the first, the front section of fence matches the border of the flower, right? Yes. Because yep. it's short, tall, short, tall, short, all the way across. And then we have short, short, tall, tall, which is the spider on the left. And then we have, uh, what, short, uh, tall, 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 short, which is the rat of demon. Theme, which is fourth.
4: And then tall, short, short, shorts, which is the mood.
1: The fun part of this for me is knowing that your characters are separated by doors and quite some distance. So just picturing it, you're, you're having to mime this through the little glass yeah. window on the door.
2: We're joined you know. by death and desperation. Mm. So then the question becomes, is it a code in which we add up these numbers because we have four things here that correspond and is it like the one that corresponds with uh the number two is the second number in the uh combination lock of the way um like how does this what knowing that those correspond to the shapes of the fence on the cards what does that tell us oh fair so just going off of like the front right which is the first one yeah. here in the picture is the flower right so that's right patterns. there's no flowers on it it's rabbit spider moon rabbit spider moon spider rabbit rabbit moon moon spider so it does have a repetition at the beginning uh so what that's four one three
3: yeah do you want me to sit and kind of write all the numbers and how they kind of correspond do we think that that's valuable i'm worried that's a red herring but it can't be this all has to mean
1: something
2: (laughs) Well, this is all the information we have so far yeah is there anything about the candle inside
1: no the candle is just a very small very weak candle I'm gonna do I'm gonna run it around the room and see if something
3: lights
2: up. Oh, like a black light. Wait, can I
3: put it behind the pages of the book just to see if they do the like lemon juice glow?
1: (laughs) You try that, you put the book over it. It's actually really hard to even lift up this candle because it's like just a little bit of sludge left as wax. If you pick it up, it's probably just gonna fall between your fingers and go out so you're a little hesitant to do that but yeah you can lift stuff over to it you don't get anything out of that though i'm are you husband what are you doing yes.
4: i'm trying to do maths but i'm not successful. <laughs>
1: oh, i'm so sorry
3: go ahead That's quite all
4: right. i'm just muttering the number 12 to myself Look, here's my plan. I'm going to forget about the external fence for a moment and work on this paying respects to a circle thing and the promise that that might get us out of this room that we're trapped <laughs> in. Um, so
2: are are we needing to do a massive amount of addition here? Because that's the road I'm heading. Ha- no. Yeah. no, of course not.
1: Counting is a- acceptable in this room, but I don't think you need to do any actual proper, I suppose, yeah, just proper what you'd call addition. Hey, you there, little farmer boy.
2: I'm quite large, thank you very much.
3: Sorry, I'm playing in the fiction where I don't know why you're not in here yet. <laughs> come That's in the... Yeah, come through it. <laughs> come through the gate.
1: I'm, I am working on it. Um. <laughs> he holds up the big lock on it and points. Do the numbers do on so. the lock...
3: Do they stop at four? <laughs> I it just one through four
1: on each of the... No, it's uh, zero, zero to nine. Uh, use
4: your, your blue-collar strength to rip open the gate.
2: <laughs> I I just point to, like, my kind of rotted muscles a little bit, like, uh, what are you going to wow. do?
4: We all died
3: incredibly recently. I don't know why people are atrophying. <laughs> oh,
2: I was not taking care of myself before that. <laughs> um, interesting, interesting. Yeah, they were rotten a long time ago. Well, you guys don't offer universal health care, which I've been meaning to talk to you about as the lord yeah. and lady. Oh. Okay. I can't
3: hear you. It's so thick okay. in the oh, moth- thick glass. No oh, it's so it's so muffled.
2: Okay, so is oh. it? A- I'm trying to figure out, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if it's this. Uh, and then that one is the spider, and there's one, two, three, four spiders. And then if that one, if the back fence is tall 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 short, that's rabbits, there's one to three rabbits, and for the last one, which is moon, right? There's one moon. Then I'm gonna uh, try putting in the combination lock zero four three
1: one. Ooh, it doesn't work.
0: Now, I think what you've you've done something to to make it clear for the audience as well. You've counted up like the number of spiders on the fence yeah. that matches the little zigzag above the spider picture correct and all those numbers the, the 0 the 1 the 3 the 4 those are the correct numbers
2: where are you getting the order to put those numbers in okay so that was my next try mm. that i was going for so number 1 is 4 2 is 0 3 is 1 And so four is three. So let's try four, zero, one, three.
1: The lock clicks and comes off. The gate Ah. swings open. This is why you're player one. (laughs) Amazing.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's the order that they're in the
0: book. One, two, three, four in the book.
1: So you now have a bit more freedom of movement. Uh, Sadly, Lord and Lady can't say the same for you just yet.
0: You are exactly as trapped as you were a second ago. Perfect. But uh, Travis, you can explore more around the outside of the mausoleum.
3: Pay respects to your innermost circle.
2: Could it mean our
4: our buttholes?
2: Your buttholes? Oh, God. (laughs) Always this with you, Father.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. Our son, the farmer, can hear us.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to inspect the fountain, which is circular.
1: All right. You head back out further away from the mausoleum just to taunt them. And you take a look at this fountain. It's running... The water trickling around in a nice meditative sort of rhythm. You take a closer look and you see that the center of this fountain it's ornamented with a sculpture of four figures. One of them is depicted holding a chisel, another is holding a coin, another one's wearing an apron, and the final one is wearing a helmet.
2: Okay, so that's gonna have to do with our four founders, I think.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a weird design for a statue. All of them have their heads really downcast. It's kind of miserable. I mean, this is a cemetery, you guess. That makes a lot of sense. hmm.
2: Can I see anything different? You said the window was a circle on the door. Can I see anything from the outside that they can't see?
1: I don't know how uh, circular it was. Maybe I said it was. was I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe I did.
2: What's circular? We're all jumping to circular. (laughs) There's a circular pedestal, a circular fountain. Sometimes things
1: are just circles. (laughs) You take a peek through the glass of the window yourself. And first of all, you see the faces of your Lord and Lady. Lovely. Give them a thumbs up. You You don't really see anything that they wouldn't be capable of looking at. You see the same pedestal. You see their coffins, lids off to the side from where they pushed them open. And that's about it, really.
2: Do I see anything that
1: is circular? Nothing that seems of particular note. God, I bet it is our
3: buttholes.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. There would be a second. I'm just going to pay respect to my butthole. Oh, don't look. <laughs> Nobody look.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, Lord and Lady, you can do a bit more observing of a couple of things that are in here if you'd like.
4: Yeah, anything on the ceiling or like frescoes?
1: No, it's all—it's all kept very simple. You—you you have modest tastes. You—you you didn't want all of the town's money to be put into here. Disagree. You got—you got, you but got, that, v- you we got don't talk about that out loud. <laughs> you got very nice, sustainable coffins. The building itself, whatever. You were—you weren't meant. To, you weren't going to see that, ideally. To be fair, hey,
2: Danny, Mm -hmm. you're running a great show. just went out. Ideally, I also won't see the inside of my coffin. Like, just (laughs) so we're all on the same page, Danny. Hopefully, I'm not present for any of the process.
3: (laughs) No, they put a little bell just in case you wake up.
2: Yeah, okay. You're just tapping into, no joke, one of my greatest fears (laughs) in life. (laughs) Anyways, go
3: on. Uh, I'm going to go flip the lid of the coffins and just, hey, I'm looking for a circle because right now it's, there's a circle drawn somewhere, or I'm going to have to look at my own butthole and I don't do yoga. I'm not one of those ladies.
1: You go back, you take a look at the lids that you had pushed off earlier. You haven't really taken a good look at them. The two coffin lids, they are completely plain except for a small square, sorry, with some text daintily engraved on them. Oh, what does it say? On one of them, it says, may she remain with her head held high as the founders do.
2: Oh.
3: Oh, that's
1: fun. Because we all know that the the founders in the fountain
3: all have their heads down.
1: Yeah, they got sad heads. And on the other lid, it says, may he watch over his subjects even in death as the founders do.
2: Okay, I'm going to check out the headstones. Cool.
1: Mm, the headstones. All right, Travis, you head around the back of the mausoleum and... Whew, God, your, your heart, well, sorry, it's probably already stopped. Your heart figuratively stops. You, <laughs> you are extremely dismayed by what you see. These headstones have been smashed. Just King has gone on a little power trip. So here's what you see. Uh,
0: now, I will say, canonically, in-universe, Travis can see this image, but because he hasn't had a go yet, Paul, would you like to describe mm-hmm. this image for the listeners at home that I've just added to the chat now?
4: Ooh, all right, what we are looking at is a Geometrical Nightmare. It is a jigsaw puzzle of tombstones, uh, arguably the saddest puzzle. <laughs> uh, but we have what I assume is four tombstones. One, two, yes. Yeah, enough pieces to construct four tombstones. Uh, all of them have at least been bifurcated, but I think they're all split into three, except one, which must be in four, I think. So yes, so these these will be need. We'll need to reassemble these, and I'm going to be yeah. doing that by printing them out.
2: I'm going to just go back and see if I can turn the heads of the statues in the fountain.
1: You give one of the heads a little nudge, and you're totally right. It moves. Don't know how the Lord and Lady managed to communicate that message to you. It's quite something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have. You, paper? you just have
1: an instinct. I've
3: been projecting.
2: <laughs> yeah. My stepmother and I are very close.
1: So cl- Wait, I'm your stepmom? Oh, I told you I'm the
2: bastard son.
1: Oh, that's right. So yeah, it seems like the head is on a little swivel and just the amazing handiwork. It means that you couldn't see any traces of lines or mechanisms or whatever, but it moves very smoothly up, down, full circle, wherever you want. You test out the other heads and yeah, they all move as well.
2: I turn them so their heads held high looking over the graveyard.
1: You turn them all to face up that way, heads held high. It looks great, but nothing happens. And okay yeah all right. You have a sneaking suspicion that if anything were going to happen as a result of this, it might be something that the Lord and lady need to do.
2: um oh, let me check out the two uh, stout
1: guardians. Mm-hmm. These statues outside the mausoleum are carved from stone. One's a wolf, one's a lion, though just one of your town traditions uh, is to put them in clothes, dress them up as warriors, but real clothes. So they've actually got leather chest pieces and sturdy helmets on. They guard the leader's tombs. The lion is meant to guard it during the day, represents heat, fire, all of that good stuff. And the wolf guards during the night, representing deep cold and darkness. They face outwards away from each other not just to watch for threats, but because legend says that the heat of the lion and the cold of the wolf must never meet, or existence itself will shatter.
2: Do they move at all?
1: No, they're pretty heavy. And as we already established, your arms are kind of not their best. Oh okay, no. what, if I,
2: what if I touch both of them at the same time so they're connected through me?
1: Nothing happens. Oh, damn. I mean, who knows? Look, it's, maybe it's just a legend.
2: The one last thing I haven't checked out yet. Is the flower beds? Is there anything notable about them?
1: The four garden beds, blooming beautifully. The northeast and northwest flowers are all vibrant purple. you think that the northeast ones are irises, and the northwest ones are, what are they called again? Asters. To the southeast you've got some beautiful red roses, and to the southwest some lovely yellow pansies. The dirt is all loose enough that the people buried underneath should be able to find their way up, but not an inch of it has been disturbed yet. They're all clearly very much still asleep.
2: And what shape are they?
1: The flowers or the flower beds?
2: The flower beds, rectangles. Yep.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to jump in? Do you have like a, a thing? I got nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back inside. Yes. What's our what's our layout for uh you know the noble dead with which we are entombed?
1: Uh, at the moment you, you are the only noble dead in here wild your two coffins yeah you you started this thing you are trendsetters okay. you're
0: the first people ever to die
1: <laughs> darling but yeah i'm looking simple. for a
3: place to genuflect and i don't really what looks like a good place
4: to kneel I, I, i'm just gonna kneel here
1: as far as this circle business goes you got nothing, but ow, you try to kneel there and it hurts your knees. This is just straight up stone.
4: Ow, yep, geez. that's me. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. My meniscus isn't what it used to be. But I would say the inside, there is one more thing that you could take a little bit of time to look at. I guarantee you have drawn this thing, though.
2: Ah, uh, the coffin.
1: Oh, uh, the
3: coffin.
2: <laughs> oh, son of a...
1: Yeah, you specifically mentioned the lids when you went to look at it, so I gave you the lids, but they were off to the sides of the coffins. <laughs> and you know what? Your knees hurt, so it feels yeah. like a good time to look for some cushioning. Yeah. So you peer back into your own coffins. The yeah, lids just get
4: back in the coffin.
1: Yeah, back off. There. <laughs> look <laughs> get back in. Quick. Just give up. This can happen tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever. They are lined with a very soft material. You chose well. Uh, it's respectable and yet surprisingly affordable. The exteriors are made of very durable wood. And now that you are up and about, each coffin, you notice, has a single thing that was inside it with you. The townspeople must have placed mementos to give people a bit of knowledge about how cool you were in life. Oh, good, a a a
4: lightsaber.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mine's just a machine gun.
4: (laughs) Little I
3: got
0: a The oh, Lord no. loved to collect keys to every door, to every mausoleum. Was <laughs> <laughs> a hobby well, of his.
1: <laughs> well, in, uh, in one of these coffins, you can decide whose. It's uh, a relic of a leader who loved a good celebration, a bottle full of whiskey. Yeah, I'll take that. That one's mine. My... Mm-hmm. Oh, look. And the other one is a memento of a leader with glorious hair, a little bag full of bobby pins.
4: Ah, excellent. I use these to pick the lock, Fallout style. Okay.
1: You know what? That could have been an idea. The only problem is the lock is on the outside. You do see now, Travis, you can see this door to the mausoleum is held shut with a padlock. Needs a key. You suspect that the king probably has that somewhere far away. Phenomenal.
2: Is there any gap that they can slide me a bobby bin?
1: No, it's really annoying. You suppose they have to keep them kind of airtight in there, which makes the candle even weirder. Mm. No wonder it's going out.
2: Can I smash the window?
1: Ooh, you are incredibly weak. The it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't look unsmashable. So you do not feel that you have the strength of shoulder to do so.
2: Am I able to get the chisel from the statue?
1: Nah, it doesn't come off. Uh. Darling,
3: you have a little bag full of bobby pins, do you not?
2: I do. These taste
4: horrible.
3: Okay, what if you dump those out and we make a little Molotov cocktail with this whiskey and the flame from the candle?
4: I see no downsides. What could go wrong?
3: (laughs) Well, I'm bad at puzzles, but I think I can do this. Is that door wood?
0: The door is a stone door. Ugh. With glass for the for the window, yeah,
1: the gla- the, the window bit right. is glass. So, all right, we'll keep
3: an eye. We'll keep that in the back pocket. I <laughs> don't think sure. stone you, burns. You,
1: you move the whiskey steadily towards the candle, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. you do notice there are so once you've opened it, there are some whiskey fumes coming out. So it will do that cool thing, like with a shot glass, where you get it close enough, some fire will sit on top of it. Oh, fun. Yeah. fun! This fun, is whiskey
2: fun. that is perfect for Molotov cocktailing.
1: Oh, um, perfect!
2: Listen. I wish this was the first time I've ever asked this question, but can I take the clothes off the statues? Yes, you can.
1: <laughs> then I will do that. You're a little bit more dressed for war against the king now.
2: I didn't say I put it on.
1: Oh, just by holding it. Even holding it is one step better than what you were before.
2: Okay. No, I put it on. Okay. Is there anything in the well, pockets or anything?
1: No, nothing. Under like the that. helmets up no, it's just a good old bowl helmet and straight leather straight leather straight you, leather bowl whatever helmet. whatever you classic just, however setup. you might describe leather
2: is there anything in the fountain
1: just water and ooh, yikes you put your hand in there that is weirdly cold maybe it's just uh, because, okay. may, maybe it's because you're dead maybe you're making it colder than it should be but yeah whew, that's some so icy water. The
2: cold water from the fountain and the fire from the whiskey and things for the thing that'll come later Do we have what we need to open the door to the mausoleum? You do have everything you need. You have found everything to
0: solve that puzzle. Hmm. Wild. I know. Don't you hate that? Don't you want to be told (laughs) no, no, no. Keep looking. There's more hints to find.
2: So it is a key lock that only I can reach Mm -hmm, Yeah. that the bobby pins would be perfect for. Oh yeah, Maybe but they, there's no gap for them to get them to me.
0: This is no. correct. They can show it to you through the glass, but they cannot get it through anything. Is there a skylight? Is there something <laughs> open? We, you never asked about the skylight. There's no roof at all. They could just climb oh, right out. Oh, <laughs> perfect.
2: No. So how, hey, guys, how do they get me the, uh, the bobby pin, though, do you think? Danny and Bill, how do you think? You You know uh, what? I
1: don't know. I'm really curious to see where this ends up. Yeah, yeah. I
2: wonder. We just
0: make these rooms up as we go.
1: How thick is this glass?
0: Mm. Eh. It's it's too thick to smash with your weak dead bones, but I mean it's
3: not
1: impenetrable. impenetrable.
3: Uh, I want to start smashing my coffin apart.
1: You made this coffin so that it would last for an eternity. It's not smashing at all.
2: Really? Is the pedestal liftable?
1: No, it's not. quite heavy.
2: I start smashing the glass with my helmet.
1: <laughs> You're annoyingly too weak for this. It's just not yeah. working.
3: Mm. <laughs> You're very bad at getting out of this.
4: <laughs> yes, but in, in, my, in our defense, it's been designed to apparently contain zombies. Which I think is, is what is we are.
1: <laughs> you have said basically everything. Yeah, you've said the correct
4: solution. Point. Yeah, we we know what the show is. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> I don't know. What if we hug?
0: That's it. Done. Power of friendship.
3: You never thought to use the power of friendship.
0: Well, it's like rule one.
2: So we've said everything, but not. Like in order, or <laughs> Order yeah,
3: for you, a door to open.
1: Pretty much, you you have said the right things and not said and not said. Oh, this would help us with our current problem.
2: Okay, so we've got the bobby pins, we've got the bottle of whiskey. Yep. We've got the instructions of the held, held, head held high, like the founders, mm-hmm. and uh, looking over their people, like the founders. Yeah. We have pay respects to your innermost circle. Mm. We've got uh, a cold wolf and a hot lion, now naked. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have weird. the four flower beds. Is did you say weird? Yeah. That they're Ugh. naked? Yeah. Okay. A naked wolf uh, we, is the weirdest thing.
1: This is a PG podcast. <laughs> um, we
2: have the statues in the fountain, the chisel, the coin, the helmet. What was the other one? Apron. Um, yeah. Apron. And we have the simple pedestal. With
3: a melted candle on it. Uh-huh.
2: And a book. And we got a
4: book with some. We book with a spider drawing. Hmm. Book yes. is, you can tick off. You've used that book. I, I set fires yeah. in the book.
3: Does it turn into a magical set of numbers that unlock this ding dang door?
1: It does not. No. You know what? At, at this point, I think it just burns. You've used it, it yep. can burn. Book just burns. <laughs> That's done. Cool. That's
2: everything I have written down. Is there anything <laughs> I'm missing?
1: I don't think no, so.
2: I think you're good. Can you tell me the legend about the wolf and the lion again?
1: Sure, it was that they're kept far apart from each other because uh, the heat of the lion and the cold of the wolf can never meet or they will shatter the world.
2: So, we're going to use the cold water on the outside of the door and the hot flaming whiskey on the other side of the door?
1: Okay. And why might you do that?
2: Because it's the hot of the lion and the cold of the wolf meeting on the door to shatter
1: it. So, back inside the mausoleum... You do indeed. You take the whiskey over to the candle. The top of it lights up. The whiskey itself, totally fine. It's just the top, just the fumes coming out of it that are catching fire here. But as far as you can tell in your undead state, you think it's a pretty hot thing that's happening. Mm. You go to the door and you start sort of just holding it up against it. The stone doesn't really seem to have any reaction to it. It gets kind of warm, you guess. But as soon as you take it away, it gets really cold again. But when you hold it up to the window part, to the glass, that heat seems like it's having a real effect on it. It is spreading throughout it. It is getting incredibly hot there.
2: Then I throw some cold water from the fountain on it.
1: Oh. You you go down to the fountain, Travis, and first of all, you scoop some up in your hand. It goes straight through your
2: In my helmet.
1: You take off helmet. your helmet. You scoop up a good lot of it. You take it back up. The window, you can tell uh, the, the Lord and Lady are giving you some good gestures to know that they've heated up that window. So you splash your icy cold water against it and immediately you hear just a series of splintering cracks, the glass fractures like spider webs all over it. And suddenly you don't need to be trying hard to smash things against it. Just one finger, all falls out.
0: The
2: window is smashed. The window is gone.
1: Now, it's far too small to climb through, but Lord and Lady, you have some fresh air at least.
2: Hooray. Okay. You don't breathe. I mean, you're zombies. I don't think that's a concern. But
1: we
4: have to exhale gas to speak, and this makes it less unpleasant.
2: That's true. Uh, Could I have those bobby pins, Dad? You
4: certainly may. Here, have some bobby pins, my lad. (laughs) Jam them all up at the door.
2: Yeah, I'm going to jam them all up in the door like my dad taught me. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. As a farmer, you've had to perform your share of odd little tasks. You repair and break things in macgyver sorts of ways all the time. So you take to this very well. You poke, prod, jiggle it around, and eventually there's a click that comes from inside the lock. You are able to pull it right off, swing open the door. A Brea and Paul wave of relief washes over you. Finally, you can fulfil your purpose and raise the rest of your subjects. You move to step through the doorway. And something stops you. What? Huh? Hold on, what? It feels like a barrier, like the door hasn't been opened up at all, and Travis, when you try to step in, the same goes for you. So the three of you look down. Oh boy, this is new. There is a great gold glowing sigil drawn in the doorway. That was not there a second ago. You've never seen one before. You've heard tales that some town elders could create magic runes. You guess the king must have heard these stories too and put them to use. There is some magical repulsion. There's magic,
3: she says it's a dead
1: person. <laughs> Ridiculous.
2: What's the sigil look like?
1: So this sigil, it's a shimmering gold set of concentric circles uh-huh. going from as wide as your hand to as big as the whole doorway. Each one has a bunch of dots and lines that you guess give it meaning, but you have no hope of translating those. It's extremely complicated. And you're just crossing your fingers that the town's workers built some sort of fail safe into this, like they did with the door and the gate.
4: My, my first thought was to
2: try and urinate it away. What? Huh.
1: Hey, Paul. Paul.
2: Yeah. That was your first thought? <laughs>
1: yes. Listen, Maybe if
2: it's 1am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, yeah, you try touching it, but the barrier effect means you can't actually touch the sigil. If You get like a, an outside object and hold it over it or whatever, or tap it. That does work, but you don't seem to be able to sweep it away or break it or anything. Now that it's active, it mm-hmm. is active. There must be some How- way to dispel it, though. How
2: do we pay respect to it?
1: I'm gonna kneel.
2: Yeah, I'll kneel It's a down. circle.
1: I'm like, finally, yeah. a circle. I can kneel yes. to you. Yes. No, yeah, I have no idea circles.
2: why they're kneeling, but I kneel too. <laughs> like, so, like, is this what we're doing.
4: I, I yeah. pray to the middle bit of the circle.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, you focus right on that inner concentric circle. You kneel hard. It's really annoying. You're trying to be as respectful as possible. The circle doesn't seem to realize. It's like it's not telepathically linked. Like the we three of you, is-
2: yeah. Yeah. It must Lower. it
1: must need something else. What else can you do to pay respects? I mean b- it might notice. bow my head
3: and then try to like knee kind of waddle through it while I'm down
2: here. I say uh, I respect you as it, a woman. I
3: can't <laughs> <laughs> thank you it, for saying that, my son.
2: What? I was talking to the circles. <laughs> I mean both of you, I guess. Um
1: It doesn't seem to be able to hear you. It doesn't seem to notice you're kneeling. If you try to nudge it while you kneel walk again, it pushes you back.
3: Let's try to pour some whiskey out for it. Yeah,
1: What other kinds of paying respects are there? Yeah, Yeah, we'll pour some out for the homies.
3: I take a shot and then I pour some uh, in front of it and then kind of splash it on there. Because I don't know how to feed a magic circle.
1: You hurry back, you get the whiskey, you do your best to get it not being on fire anymore. And luckily there is still whiskey left in there. <laughs> so you bring it back to the door and you sort—you try to imbue it with the most respect that you possibly have. And you just whoosh, splash it towards the middle of the concentric circles. It lands in a splatter and the rune glows a peaceful light blue and it gets lighter and lighter and just sort of fades away into the sunlight.
2: Let that be a lesson to you children. Uh, You can solve so many problems with whiskey.
1: Let that be a lesson to your children. Flowers would have worked just as well.
2: Yes. Uh, (laughs) That makes sense.
1: But nothing stops you now. Any of you from going in and out of the mausoleum. You're free. Great.
2: I go go in the mausoleum and I close the door. (laughs) We We just switch. This Uh, is our new home.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We have an amount of whiskey we could be very happy here uh, I'm going to go back and check out the, sma- like the headstones that I don't know are smashed yet Absolutely. Yes. I'm um, also
4: going to go look at the headstones oh I've solved it immediately yeah, yeah. do you also have it all written out yes <laughs> the, I, you, you can't can you see what I have I, I just have a crafting table so I'm just, oh so smart oh, you
3: printed them out Nice. Yes. I was going to print them out
4: that's
0: right, very So fun. while we've all been, so, while everyone at home has been solving this uh, door puzzle alongside you all, you have solved the headstone puzzle. Would you like to describe how you solved it, what you put together and what you've discovered?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I, th-
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Give me a book pick, report pick on how fi- you solved it. A puzzle. book report on how I solved it. Just uh, pick your favorite headstone. Yeah. I started with, uh, I think it was Tom Hill was the one that got me there. Uh, right away because you could kind of line up uh, it's, that's the one that's like cut in half in hemispheres like mm. east and west so you can get pretty close so got to that one and got uh, Tom Hill as terrific as gold is your subjects are loyal to your wits ruler of merchants and as Beautiful. someone who's very vain and bad with money um, I resonated with that on a personal <laughs> level.
4: Lovely. Paul would you like to do another one? Uh, Yes, the next one I have here is uh, Jay Winter uh, with pots and pans. He will lead your risen subjects, so says the ruler of cooks.
3: And then of course
4: we come to Cheryl Rewa.
3: I think I said that right. Uh, Without you leading our army, our despair, you're leading your army, our army. Good, I can't read my own writing. (laughs) One more Without you, yeah, without you leading our army, our despair is immeasurable. Ruler of soldiers.
1: And Travis, have you got time for the last one?
2: I didn't do them. I the case, a Thomas
1: puzzle. is trying to free us!
4: No. Uh, the last one I have here is Olivia Anderson, a hero sending our risen defenders out with the best, uh, the ruler of crafters.
0: Yes, now I will say, before you get too obsessed over whether these names are puzzles, thank you to Patreon donors Tom Hill, uh, Olivia Anderson, Jay
4: Winter, and Cheryl Raywa. Oh, fun! So they are puzzles. So they are not they are puzzles. puzzles. They were born people.
0: puzzles. They were born as puzzles. You merely adopted puzzles.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's clear to me, what, Travis, Abria. What we have to do is find these four people and see if they interlock.
3: Perfect. <laughs> well, they smashed those up, good and terrible. But we all remember what they say because we were raised in this town, and we just sort of always knew what those said. <laughs> You'd recite them before school. A hundred percent. It was kind of like where you would get sorted in, like, which of the founders are you most like? Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. Which one was the ruler of merchants? Was that Tom Hill? Tom Hill Hill.
3: is our coin boy. Jay Winter is apron. Olivia Anderson is chisel. And Cheryl is helmet.
2: Okay. Now what do we do with that information?
3: (laughs) I don't know.
2: I've gone as far as I can go. That's a good question. What do you do with this information?
0: What do you need to do?
1: Yeah, it seems like at this point... We
2: gotta turn heads.
1: Yeah, with the Lord and Lady free, all that's left to do is figure out how to raise the rest of the dead. Perfect. Um, How hard could that be? Yeah.
3: Let's go raise this dead. Is there a sense of what their order was left to right? Like where the stones were? The headstones?
1: You probably would have known that at some point. I'm gonna go with not important. Well, that can't possibly be it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, well, we know they need to be looking up and uh, what, what did it say on his coffin?
4: It said, hang on, may he watch over his sheep? That can't be right.
1: Subject. Subject. Cool.
4: <laughs>
1: well, that a says sheep. a lot about the <laughs> Brits
3: and
4: their rulers, huh, Paul? <laughs> we are unjust rulers. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh may he watch over his subjects even in death and then i can't as, read the next bit as, as the founders, the founders do. do
3: okay let's go look at these flowers cuz maybe the flowers are like a founder thing and i am going to be very honest i didn't write down what the flowers in the flower beds were cuz you know That's they're kind of watching it. over all of the bodies of our people uh, who need to wake up <laughs> <laughs> gotta try it. You gotta try it. Yeah, you gotta try it. Maybe they'll just yeah. get I just, yeah. I just scream into
4: the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah but you You, make a very good point. There are four big flower beds there with a different type of flower for each one. The fountain is like right in the middle of them, basically, if that's how you've drawn it. Mm. Yeah.
0: If you'd like a recap of those flower types. Yes, please. Um, Northeast was iris. Northwest was aster. ASTER mm-hmm. ASTER southeast are the ro- is is a is roses and southwest uh is pansy
2: now is this the kind of puzzle that requires us to have any kind of knowledge of the meaning of flowers boy oh boy no, no. okay Luckily. great damn it flowers surely, are my enemy surely you've done a Schmanners episode all about the meanings of flowers we have actually but i <laughs> I'm not the expert on the show. I'm <laughs> I'm the fool. Um, <laughs> it's me, the fool. So the question is, how do we decide, because I think it has to do with, one, turning their heads so they're facing up, heads held high. Yeah. But also that they're looking over their subject because it said, like, you rule over the merchants, you rule over the mm. cooks, you rule over, right? So how do we know which direction each of them needs to be facing?
1: Absolutely. That is the
2: question.
3: What a delightful question oh boy <laughs> so here's the thing we could think deeply about this or we could brute force it and just kind of start this is all the, the great
1: heads. part about it not being a real physical escape room i get to say no you can't No <laughs> please. okay
2: looking at what the uh headstones say do they give any indication towards color or anything like that
4: I don't think they do, but
2: hang on. Um. Wait, wait. Jay Winter has pots and pans, pansies.
4: Oh.
3: That's yeah. Is that
2: anything? Mm-hmm. Risen irises for Olivia. Two
3: of them have risen in it.
2: Oh, damn. But
3: no, this is good. Well, yeah, if Jay Winter is pots and pansies, which I love, uh, then Olivia Anderson has risen.
4: Aster, Tom Hill oh. as terrific. Aster,
2: as terrific. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. Cheryl has.
4: Oh, do they literally have the word in it? Our despair is, is Iris.
3: Iris, yeah, yeah. nice. Hidden in despair and is.
2: Hero sending so Olivia. Yeah, so we.
3: Olivia is a rose. Yes, Cheryl he- is Iris. Tom is Aster, and Jay is Pansy.
0: Yes, and it does say
4: with pots and pans you. You. Yeah, pansy. it's perfect. Pots and pans you. The apron statue needs to aim itself southwest at the pansies.
3: Chisel statue goes south southeast
1: towards the roses cuz a chisel for a crafter makes sense. Wonderful. Yeah.
2: Tom Hills is the merchant, right? So that's the coin. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which one is that? Asters. Asters. The uh, northwest. Nice. Which Which could have been a helmet
0: salesman, though. You
4: never know. Our (laughs) helmet. Uh, The soldier's one needs to go northeast towards the irises.
1: My lord, my lady, you feel like you have to be the ones to do this. You twist these heads. I fully push. Like I I fully push the farmer away, (laughs) peasant. You're done. I wasn't You're not even my moving real son. Towards
2: it. Whoa. Okay.
1: <laughs> you you did your part. You tilted the heads up. That was good. Job done. And cool. now the moving in the specific directions, you twist them all. When we get to that last one, you twist it. And then there is a lurch beneath your feet. A mighty rumbling sound. The water in the fountain bounces and ripples with increasing violence. And then hands. Just oh God. every flower in the flower garden from underneath it bursts a pair of hands and then shoulders, heads, torsos, legs, some in better condition than others. You don't look too carefully. <laughs> but all of them have a fiery passion to their movements that says they know exactly why they've returned. They know. Unlike you, they've never even met this invading king. They had no way of knowing that an invasion had taken place, but oh, trust me, they know this king. And so, with Abrea and Paul at the front, and Travis not far behind, your army of the dead marches down the hill <laughs> to reclaim your town. You hope the king is as afraid of you as all his locks and fences would suggest. And with that, you have victoriously done this one. <laughs> Good job. Uh, carried
3: by our farmer. We love it. Uh, yep.
2: <laughs> well, isn't that... Just America for you. Hi, I'm Travis <laughs> McQuarrie for the Farming Council. we <laughs> are <laughs> been all about, uh, we need to work harder to support, especially our chicken farmers currently. We're low oh, on gosh, eggs yeah. and anything you can do. If you see what a farmer, just give him a hug or whatever. You see a chicken,
3: give it a little pat.
2: <laughs> yeah, give the chicken a hug, give the farmer a pat if that's what you're into. Try to oh, squeeze, squeeze
4: some more eggs with uh, chicken. Or out of the farmer,
2: if that's what you're into. <laughs> <laughs>